Cook myself tables at all the best restaurants that need alone. I buy myself fast cars just so I can drive them real fucking slow. Hello everyone, hello everyone, hello everyone. Thank you very much for joining Shalom Radio. We really appreciate you being with us. And today in studio, uh, we have two beautiful ladies uh, from G to W Community Initiative. And they're ready to educate, they are ready to inform us on the various topics they have prepared for us today in the studio. And so we are so happy. I uh, just want to tell you, don't touch that dial because by the end of the discussion, by the end of the interview, we're going to learn so many things concerning our health. And I just want to tell you that we do say uh, many times, we do say a million times that when you are healthy, then it means you are wealthy enough. And we say healthy in terms of uh, physical, in terms of emotional, you are also healthy and you are wealthy so today we are joined by the two beautiful ladies and they're going to introduce themselves and tell us what they have prepared for us from g2w initiative remember it is a community initiative welcome to our studio two beautiful ladies uh, just introduce yourself and move to the microphone so that the listener can get to know you well thank you i'm masi kalemela uh, from kakamega and i'm a health champion I'm going to discuss about uh, mental health among teenagers and teenage mothers. Okay. Thank you to have me here. My name is Bigeti Audrey. I'm a mental health advocate and I'm also a health champion based in Kakamega County. Mm -hmm. So we are glad to host us today. Mm -hmm. And um, our intention today is uh, to increase mental health awareness on... Um, teenage mothers. So we are focusing the most common uh, mental health disorders, that is depression and anxiety. And I would just like to put it clear, we are not medical practitioners, but we are coming in as um, health experts and um, we are there to give information and also to increase awareness in the community. Mm -hmm. So just to start us off, um, Teenage mothers are vulnerable groups in the community, and uh, our interest is to see to each that uh, they have a better life because these are very key population that in most cases they have been neglected. Mm -hmm. So mental health disorder has, has accelerated, and I, I would mention that research, research says about 43.7% of the mothers who are in the adolescent group, or rather the teenage mothers, are identified to be at a risk of mental disorders compared to the mothers, the normal group of mothers, which is 25.7% who are non-adolescents. And um, according to WHO, Estimates indicate that there is a rise in both anxiety and depression, especially among these teenage mothers. And the rise is noted to be more than 25%. Yes. Uh, so we uh, we just celebrated World Mental Health Day on 10th of October. And um, our discussion today is based on rekindling the efforts 
that we all committed together with the county government in towards helping mental health as we celebrated World Mental Health in 10th of October. So today we just want to rekindle the efforts and uh, we remind the community especially not to give up. It wasn't a one-day celebration on 10th October and uh, we want them to continue so that we can all prevent and promote good mental health with focus to the teenage mothers and also the mental health of the community at large. Wow, what a nice uh, discussion there. I'm just trying to think uh, like most, uh, particularly women and girls, they're the most affected when it comes to such issues. And I'm just thinking of what about the boy child? I think that's the next uh, thing we're going to discuss later. Uh, So Masi, you have something for us. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Just to come in and uh, pick it up from what Audrey had just, uh, that is my colleague, had just briefed you during her uh, introductions. She talked about uh, the disorders, actually the most common disorders that we can talk about are anxiety. Anxiety includes panic disorders, post-traumatic disorders, and then the mood mood disorders. Mood disorders, uh, we include bipolar, and we include uh, depression. These are the two main common disorders that uh, we can discuss that have been really affecting the teenagers. And actually the teenagers, as they transition, we find that uh, some of them got themselves into early motherhood and they became teenagers. And that's why we are incorporating them together. So anxiety and mood disorders. And then someone can come in and... uh, tell us or, and ask what are really the root cause that you find that the teenagers and these teenage mothers who found themselves in that situation, what could be the root cause actually that brings these uh, disorders? So we can begin uh, by saying that family relations or parenting, family relations or parenting, you find that uh, that is like the main cause. And then uh, academic performance also, can be included in the teenagers. And then uh, with the teenage mothers, you find that teenage pregnancy, actually teenage pregnancy has been the main cause of depression among the teenage mothers. So among the teenagers, we talk of parenting and and family issues. But now the teenage mothers, the teenage pregnancy has really affected them. And uh, we'd like to encourage or to tell parents that in uh, raising the teenagers, which is a very critical age, as she put it, as she put it, that requires keen parenting, you know, for actually you to walk with that kid so that you don't leave the kid for someone to take advantage, you know, or to disconnect. Once you disconnect, that's where we get into teenage pregnancies. Or if someone takes advantage of that teenager, that's when it leads to teenage pregnancy. So from there, just to move uh, faster on uh, the signs and symptoms, if uh, you identify that uh, you have uh, the teenager or the teenage mother who is feeling so sad, you know, like they cannot do the daily activities or the daily things that they used to enjoy doing, you know, that is feeling of sadness, you know, 
you can identify that as a parent and you note that like you can connect it to mood disorder and then another another symptom or sign for the mood disorder or the anxiety we talk of uh, changes in eating like they can eat much or they eat less and then you can as well as talk of extreme anger like you find like you are like quarreling in the house you can't understand or get each other even in simple communications and then we can also uh, look at extreme fear extreme fear that can lead to avoidance you know like as a parent in that house they feel like they want now to avoid you you know so that one is not actually normal as a parent in that house you need to be able to identify those challenge those changes that happen to your teenager or those changes that immediately just show to your teenager so the moment you discover such and we also talk of tiredness and I, they don't they can't or they find it hard even to complete their assignments you know they find it hard even to you know like they used to be playful but at that moment they cannot and then to the very extreme extent we can talk of uh, suicidal thoughts actually suicidal thoughts also you can get it among the teenagers but it has been a little bit rampant on the teenage mothers because you know of the of being a mother at that early age being a mother at that early age it needs you to transition immediately which is not an easy process so if you are also a parent if you are a guardian if you are a grandmother and in your house at that moment you have a teenage mother please try and find a way of understanding her because you know in the first place you've lost we've lost her she's already a teenage mother we've lost this teenager is already a teenage mother so they also need care at that time when they are teenage mothers you know for their mental health mm-hmm. you can't just leave her at that point mm-hmm. so um, in this case we find that yes you have identified those uh, symptoms that i have presented to you and you find that uh, if the symptoms are to the extreme now that's it's when it calls for for that teenager or that teenage mother can be in a position or you can as well as connect them to a doctor mm-hmm. or uh, let's say a psychologist mm-hmm. who can help handle that situation like uh, when their their mental health at that time is extreme like the suicidal thoughts are too much that they just want to seclude themselves in a place you know you just don't want even to talk you know that one now is an extreme case and uh, what i can say at that point that is when you find most parents in our community it has reached to that point your teenager teenager we can include in the boys teenagers and then the teenage mothers you find at that time they have really changed at that moment you find like those who are lucky to have parents you find that the parents taking them to pastors in church just pray for my child just pray for my child actually in uh, we can say at that this time now that we are creating this awareness on mental health uh, some of these conditions just do not just require prayer alone for you just to take them to hospital some of these mental health disorders like the ones that you have explained actually they need you as a parent to talk to this teenager to talk to this teenage mother who is already in that state mm-hmm. 
talk to them. Please try and create a safe space at home where they can be able to open up. Uh, try and come up with a story that can help this teenager to open up. Try and even use your life experience. As so long as this teenager can help open up, you know, that will give you a, an opportunity as a parent to do what? To be able to engage your teenager so that that disconnect that I'm insisting on mm -hmm. will not be there. And then uh, even if in the community, you know, it's, that, it's not that uh, easy as we can put it, if someone wants to take advantage, you know, they know how to, they can be in a better situation to know, to know how to avoid it, you know, just from uh, the way you have tried to talk to them. And then um, what I can also say is on, uh, on the part of, uh, you know, we have these teenagers and we have these teenage mothers who are orphans. They do not, they only, some are orphans, some only live with grandparents in the the community you know it is hard because you find that the grandparent is not in a better position to nurture this child well so like in this case we can as a community that is when church comes in but now in this case i don't know but i would like to call upon any let's say pastors who might listen to us and who can who might get these information that we are talking like in church in churches apart from just uh, praying for these these cases that have been brought uh -huh. uh, you can include mentorship for the teenagers mentorship sessions for the youth actually mentorship sessions are for the teenagers and the youth can give these uh, youth an opportunity you know they do not have someone they can speak to so they if they come in these sessions they they can get that opportunity to speak out. Mm -hmm. We've just had uh, when you are when you are asking the church and the pastors and the clergy to have mentorship programs. Yes. Maybe I can just point out like the Presbyterian Church of East Africa. Yeah. They have they offer um, a diploma in biological education by extension. Yeah. And in that diploma, mm -hmm. the the parents yeah. and even the youth. Yes. They are taken for a whole two months. Yes. Two month training mm -hmm. on parenting issues. Yes. Different books on parenting issues, and I can tell. You, yes. Uh, for that church, yes. Those parents are able to extend that to their kids. Yes. And uh, I'm so happy because we are also enlightening other churches to have such programs. Yeah, to intensify. Uh -huh. Even if the programs were there, mm -hmm. yeah. please just intensify them so that when you meet this youth, you know, just as what you've just said, mm -hmm. some of them do not have anybody who can talk to them. And you know, they are teenagers. We have, we must capture that stage mm -hmm. yeah. that stage the, we can say the age of around 9 you know to around 15 mm -hmm. that is the age where we have disconnect they want and to try things out they yeah. want to try things uh -huh, out uh -huh, too uh -huh. so this mentorship if they are intensified even in churches mm -hmm. you know we can capture that age at that early stage and it can as well as help to curb this teenage pregnancy mm -hmm. you know and uh, it can as well as offer, you can walk the journey of mental health, mm -hmm. like depression or anxiety. These are, at times, if you have a good uh, environment, mm -hmm. you are in a position to do what? To fight them mm -hmm. before they get to that bad state. Mm -hmm. Shalom Radio. Radio Yako Yaburudani.
Mama Jay. Kuku wangu anakufa ovyo ovyo. Sijui nifanye nini. Hata wale wa wiki moja wamekufa wote. Wa Mama Nafula. Sasa kama wanakufa na mimi nilitamani kufuga kuku nitafanyaje sasa? Wacha ni kuambie kitu kimoja. Mm. Kuanza kitu ndio huwa ngumu. Mm. Ukishaanza hata wakikufa utapata nguvu ya kuendelea. Bora utafute wataalamu watakaokusaidia. Ala sasa nitawalindaje Mama Nafula? Wacha ni kuambie ukiwa na kuku nyumbani kwako hata ukiwa na wageni unakimbia tu na kuchukua kuku mmoja ama wawili unawachingia wageni wako bora utafute wataalamu watakaokuelekeza hao wataalamu wanapatikana wapi Kchix Poultry Center mjini Bungoma sasa inawashughulikia wakulima wa kuku kwa bei nafuu wanauza chakula cha kuku kama vile pembe feeds na sigma feeds vile vile wana dawa za kutibu kuku zilizokaguliwa na wataalamu waliofanya utafiti wa kutosha na ikiwa utahitaji vifaranga wa siku moja utaletewa hadi nyumbani kwako vifaranga ni za Kenchik kama vile broilers Kenbros layers na pia wanakutafutia biashara ya kuuza mifugo wako Kchix Poultry Center mjini Bungoma inapatikana katika barabara ya Hetias Highway opposite Catholic Church Christ the King kwa maelezo zaidi piga simu kwa nambari 0700450318 au 0704442332 Uh, lastly we can i can just look at uh, definitely if the mental health uh, state is not treated or the mental health state of this teenager is not corrected at that moment when they are still growing that is when you find that you you as a parent this teenage boy this teenage girl is growing in that depression state up to adulthood yeah and if as a parent you were not able to identify through the signs that we have mentioned yeah. they might grow in this anxiety state in this uh, depression bipolar state mm. in this uh, depression state to adulthood and you know in adulthood that is where we have relationships yeah you know that is when someone wants to form marriage so you find that uh, it interferes with relationship yeah and then in like uh, now that we uh, my colleague has talked about gbv you find like it is in marriage where you find that someone just comes and strangles you um, uh, your husband your spouse whom you trusted just comes and does what kills you you know you might might not be able to know exactly what happened because you find that that is when the community or parents in the community just now say you know he was a quiet boy you know he didn't have any quarrels with anyone but you didn't know maybe it was the depression <laughs> the mood disorder <laughs> that has been eating up this teenager <laughs> it is the anxiety that has been eating up this teenager but now that the teenager didn't have that safe space to open up even at home no one communicates <laughs> you know so that is just carrying it to adulthood. So you're trying to say communication is also essential. Communication is essential to these teenagers. Mm-hmm. You know, it is very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes back parents used to fear to communicate to kids especially on specific topics. Yes. I don't know about today. Yes, mm-hmm. and especially is uh, when you have this teenager. You know the teenager is now moving into adolescent. Mm-hmm. That is where you find most disconnect mm-hmm. in this family yeah. 
there is just complete sometimes disconnect. So if you are a parent listening to us and uh, you are lucky to be a parent who has your full family, you have your children, it's you who is raising them, or you have the, you are this guardian who is uh, at least have some kids on your side to take care of, please engage these teenagers. Please engage them and work with them so that you don't give that gap for the disconnect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, actually if also you don't treat this uh, mental health, that is when people begin talking of substance abuse. You know, like they engage into taking these drugs and you know also that one. If they've been using bank for quite some time, you know the damage that is there in future. So that is also another thing that we can say some, it can as well as contribute to GBV. So as we get to these uh, 16 days of gender-based uh, violence, it is as well as linked to mental health. And then uh, these teenagers and teenage mothers, teenagers who became mothers at that time, you know, actually they need to be talked to. And that is where we believe as uh, community champions, if you tap these teenagers and if we engage them at that early age, actually we might be able to create a community that well understands. Uh-huh. If you're just tuning in to Shalom Radio, remember it is a one-on-one program with the beautiful ladies from G2W Community Initiative. And I know many of you maybe are asking what is G2W. It's simply Girls to Women Community Initiative. And if you have any questions you want to ask us, please visit our Facebook page, Shalom Radio, and post your question there and also your concern there. And uh, I know by the end of it, you'll also be able to know uh, how you can get these two uh, ladies and how you can visit their community, the initiative, so that you can learn more about them. Now, we are also having um, Madam Audrey. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. And um, just to echo what my colleague has said, Mashi, um, teenage pregnancy itself uh, comes with a lot of challenges. And these challenges, if they are not addressed, they eat into the mental health of the teenagers, uh, considering that they are their mothers while they are teenagers so at the end of it we might it might lead to stigma and discrimination which continues to be a barrier to social inclusion by social inclusion i mean teenagers might now get hindrance of not to be integrated back into the community considering that you give birth as a teenager you the, the challenges even at school still continue. Maybe you go back to school and everyone is talking about you. So you see, at the end of it, if you don't get the right social inclusion and access to the right care, it eats you up. And um, on that note, we are calling on everyone because we believe everyone has a part to play in this right from where these teenagers are coming from, the homes they have parents or guardians, make it an initiative, at least understand there's something called depression, there's something called anxiety that affects the mental health of this of this of these teenage mothers. And then how you also communicate to them would improve 
Because at the end of it, we are targeting to have interventions that are working towards prevention of mental health. Because we know it is achievable if we do it collectively. So on this uh, talk, we're just doing a reminder to everyone from where this adolescent or other teenage mother is coming home from. That is from home. And then uh, at our level, we've uh, managed to conduct some sessions under a program called Friendship Chair Initiative, which is literally a chair that um, we engage the teenage mothers on one on one talk that we share their stories, they share their stories and give them a platform to open up. And uh, through the talk therapy, we believe it gives them a sense of healing because at times, even just opening up and telling one how you feel, it makes you feel like you're relieved. So that is the sense of healing that we provide at the community level. And uh, uh, gratitude goes to Global Youth Mobilization for their continuous support. And um, just to end up the conversation, I have a call to action. And we would mark, as I said earlier, we marked the World Mental Health Day on 10th of October. And we are heading to 16 days of gender activism, which are supposed to be launched on 25th of November this month. So we are calling on the county government, especially the county government of Kakamega, together with the, the Ministry of Health, to ensure that the commitments that they made are put into action. And um, the, the, the county government should also ensure that they avail funds to support provision of services especially including care and treatment of survivors, including teenage mothers who are left out in our communities. Mm -hmm. And um, we, are, we are reminding the, the, the duty bearers that well, from wherever they sit, let us see to it that the mental health policy is implemented at the county level. Let us make mental health a global priority for everyone so that we can be able to end uh, and um, achieve a desired change in the mental health state of teenage mothers and not forgetting the community at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, if your mental health is not good, you can't be product productive. Mm -hmm. So let us just all consider that mm -hmm. and uh, work towards it. Yes. This is an initiative that doesn't have to end today mm -hmm. and we will make continuous follow-up our mental health involves our daily performance of life mm -hmm. and our productivity of life. Mm -hmm. So let us now just take all the initiatives from where you sit, religious leaders, parents, teachers in school, and the teenage mothers themselves. Mm -hmm. Make it your own initiative mm -hmm. and let us try to correct and have a desired change in the community. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So you just reminded me of some time back we were talking with a friend of mine from an governmental organization and she was telling us girls and women, girls who are now turning to women, they need to be reminded that, you know, sometimes they might have found themselves trying it for the first time and they were pregnant and yet they were promoted to be young mothers. Yeah. So they were they just tried it for the first time and they 
conceived. Yeah. So lack of exposure, mm. just the way you said, yeah. and poor parenting and uh, maybe family relations. Those mm. are the major causes that leads to these things. Yeah. And so we need to enlighten the community yeah. so many times. Mm. Yeah. yeah, People know of these things, mm. but it is just a reminder. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That, that, that would work because most importantly, information. Mm-hmm. And correct information is what is needed. Mm-hmm. So a call again to the teenagers. Mm-hmm. If you're not so sure, kindly ask. Mm-hmm. You can inquire. Mm-hmm. If your parent is not giving you a good platform to inquire, mm-hmm. walk into a health facility. Mm-hmm. Seek a healthcare provider service. Mm-hmm. Ask questions. Mm-hmm. Don't just indulge in activities, in sexual activities that you are not so informed mm-hmm. on the consequences. Mm-hmm. And then later you come and say, I wish I knew. Mm-hmm. So there are so many sources where you can get information. Mm-hmm. Okay, just uh, to put emphasis or uh, to add on to what my colleague has just said is mm-hmm. uh, as a community we should also remember those teenagers who are orphans I'm just insisting on that those teenagers who are orphans, those teenagers who are uh, uh, living with grandparents mm-hmm. those teenagers who are uh, living with guardians who might not be able to take good care of them so we are as uh, we are here today we are just reminding, please, these uh, pastors or churches, please increase those teenage talks in these churches. As we are also doing on our part with this initiative of ours, we might not get to every child. We might not, But we believe that every Sunday cannot pass when this orphan hasn't gone to church. You know, like there are those who are advantageous to have parents. You know, now you just take it up from there. This parent can do it. But now, what of that other one who someone has taken advantage of, who's only living with a grandparent, you know? Mm-hmm. And if the grandparents are listening to us at uh, any place they are, please ensure you encourage these children to go to church. As we do our part, let them also do their part for us to be able to try and curb this menace of teenage pregnancy and this menace of teenagers being mothers at that early age, this uh, menace of uh, having mental health at that early age, you know, actually it really derails, uh, you know, the hope of that teenager. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, uh, we have a listener who is getting us for the first time, getting about this organization, this initiative for the first time, and he or she is asking herself or himself, how can I get to, how can I learn more about, no, there are so many sensitive issues that people need to learn, maybe privately, and asking questions privately, how can they reach you? Okay, so on phone, you can reach us on 0110-949049. You can call us or you can drop us a a message, a text message, and uh, you can check us out on Facebook at girls to women ke mm-hmm. same to you can reach out on our website on www.girlstewomenke.org mm-hmm. thank you whoever is listening that uh, you know some people rush into marriage mm-hmm. because of they they tried sex for the first time and then they have no option mm-hmm. but to enter into marriage mm-hmm. and when they are in that marriage they discover that oh 
marriage is not all about sex mm. it's more it's more to, to sex mm. like let's just be, be let's talk the truth mm. like it's not about just having sex there are so many other things yeah. that marriage consists of mm. so thank you so much for having you in the studio today and i'm so happy that uh, i'm hoping that each and every audience has gotten whatever we discussed today you can give us your parting yeah. shot on the discussion today okay, okay. So uh, what I can say is, you know, the in most cases, the teenage mothers, actually in their cases, or the ones that we have uh, interacted with, are never married. So teenage mothers, that's why they say teenage mothers, you see, they are never married. And the ones that we have interacted with, they'll just tell you maybe that man is providing. And in most cases, the man does not provide. So these teenage mothers are always forced to find a place where they can live with that kid they have gotten, mm -hmm. you know. So that's why it's, or that's the reason as why it becomes a mental health issue. Yeah. Depression comes in and anxiety comes in. You got this girl as a teenager, you know, and now you took the advantage. She's now a teenage mother. You know, being a teenage mother, she's not married. And it's very rare, or maybe in other communities, to find that the teenage mothers are married. Of which, even if you marry this teenager, the teenager is still a teenager who one was supposed to go through that process of growing up, mm -hmm. you see? So actually, the, what we can say in the community is we should... Uh, actually, we should be able to correct, even if it's a neighbor's kid be able to be to watch and help out mm -hmm. yeah my parting shot would be a call to all the teenagers and teenage mothers just learn to speak out and learn to share and uh, we've already said the sources where you can get help from bottom line speak out because we know through speaking out you will find help at one point mm -hmm. thank you Okay, thank you so much. I hope you've all listened. And what I can say as I presented the studio is there is time for everything. My listener, there is time for everything. There is time for going to school. There is time for enjoying marriage. There is time for looking for a job. There is time for everything. So take care of yourself. And I want to appreciate you being in our studio today. I want to appreciate you being our listener today in the studio. Until next time, thank you, thank you, and God bless you. Shalom Radio Radio yako ya burudani